Clarice. And welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast. In this episode, what are we talking about, Clint? You know, we travel all the time. We love travel all the time. And you know that we take thieves with us everywhere we go? What? Huh? Yeah, that's right. Little things that rob us of our fuel efficiency and our gas mileage. Oh. I mean, every little thing does it. And it hurts us at the pump and in our wallets. Ouch. Oi. Let's just keep making sound effects. (laughs) Oof. (laughs) But can we also talk about our camping trip? Because Lindsay and I went camping last weekend, and I got to take out my new trailer for the first time. Ooh, we need to hear about your shakedown run. Yep. Very good. All right. Well, before we dive into all of that goodness, our show sponsor for this week is once again, Truck Camper Magazine. If you are a truck camper enthusiast or if you're just starting to scratch that itch, you need information. They have it. They live the lifestyle. And if you're that beginner, they have a section perfect for you, for your research, for your learning. If you are seasoned, then they have user stories, listener stories, I don't know what you call them. They tell stories, they have people send in stories of their travels, their adventures, their modifications, every new thing coming out in the market. It's the place for truck campers. That's truckcampermagazine.com. You can also find them on Facebook under Truck Camper Magazine. So check them out, check out the latest, get started if that's your thing. If you don't know anything about truck campers, just go there because you're going to, the rabbit trails are fun. There are some really cool adventures that they post. Mm -hmm. And I am always impressed at, gosh, where are people going, what they're doing? It is just more camping adventures that you get to be a part of. Really fun. Right, right. So truckcampermagazine.com and Truck Camper Magazine on Facebook. Go and check them out. Again, welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people and places that go along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Clint. I'm Lindsay. And I'm PJ. And we thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump into this week's episode. I tried to pull off a Lindsay and it just wasn't as good. Yeah, but the fingers were good. You gotta be Lindsay. Yeah, I have to. I have to add stuff, accoutrements. <laughs> and I'll just sit here and laugh. That is really my role. Have correct? Yeah. Have Have y'all seen that that guy from Spaceballs and I guess Airplane and all that does all the sound effects? Yes. And he does like a cover of Led Zeppelin songs, what? and he pl- he like does all the instruments except for the acoustic guitar. Stop it. We're gonna YouTube this as soon as we're done filming. Yeah. Oh, can we put a link in the show notes? Oh, sure. <laughs> Sure. It's but related. A, a useless to link in the show notes. But you know, hey, people you love check useless it out. links. It's it's related to our little songs that we make. Crazy yeah. brains. Okay. Rabbit trails. Okay. All that aside for now, because you know we'll come back to some weirdness. All that aside, you two just returned from a two day, a three day camping trip. Three. Th- Was it a three hour tour? <laughs> It seemed like. I mean, it was three nights, four days, three nights. Wow. I I know. It was wonderful. You know, two of those days are like half days. Basics out of the way. Where'd you go? Who went? We went to Inks Lake. I took my two kids and my senior dog, which is a whole story. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. The kids actually rode with PJ with my parents um, because they have the nice truck. So it was kind of cool. We have a bigger back seat. I That's got really why. Take a tiny mini road trip with just me and my dog pulling a trailer. I felt very um, 
I don't know. Free? Yeah. <laughs> Relieved? Like, literally the only thing I can think of, I was trying to think of somebody who like travels solo with a dog and the only person I could think of is Amy Bell, who I love, but she's not famous and nobody, <laughs> she comes oh. to our rallies and she travels with her dog and I was like, I felt like Amy Bell. Nice. Okay. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. Well, but you know, like you said, your dog is a whole nother story because he is so old. He doesn't know where he is. <laughs> He's not comfortable driving. He's not comfortable sitting. Right. He is only comfortable when he is asleep, which is most of the time. Yes, except for when he's somewhere where he doesn't know where he is. And so then instead of sleeping, he just does a lot of throwing up and oh, other things. Poor thing. Oh, it was just so He just hard. gets nervous. Yes. So the, the, I think the biggest challenge with um, him was he can't, his hips don't work. They don't lie. I knew you were I'm waiting for it. He can't get in and out of the trailer or the truck, so I have to pick him up. This dog is what, like? 60 pounds he's, he's on the large size of large side yeah. of a medium size category i think he and he's heavy he's, yeah he's i dense. mean he's he's, he's fatty fat fat <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so i pick him up in and out of the trailer but occasionally you know if he's in the trailer and he wants out faster than i can get out ah. in front of him and then turn around and pick him up so he thinks i'll give this a go uh so well, you know those holes and he's deaf oh yeah he's and deaf he can't see he's almost well. blind yeah. Yeah. So, so what we learned is that maybe he's not a good camping dog anymore. No, but you know, it's been years since I've taken him, so I thought maybe he would just lay there, but he just got really nervous. Yeah. His uh if he tried to get out of the trailer by himself, his claws got stuck in those circles on the step. Right, right. The which is exactly why people put those little rug things yeah. uh, step covers mm -hmm. anyway, ripped off one of his claws. Oh. Another time he fell out of your Terra Oasis. Yeah, you and open landed the door on his and back. Turn around to shut the door, and he is already like pushing past you, yeah. getting out, and because so, he's so nervous, he's so scared to do it. It's so it was just it was madness. Plus, like the two kids just wanting to do all the things and go in and out mm -hmm. of the trailers. So those were a couple of frustrations of mine. And I think, in all fairness, I think we were more nervous for him. I mean, he he wasn't hurt when he calmed down and slept. He was fine. But we were more nervous about him all the time. So he, you think that kind of became a thing where the two of you were feeding off of each other? We were, <laughs> we were just panicked nervous, about nervous. how Danzig is and where he is all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. Because when he wasn't within like touching distance of us, he was barking outside constantly. But he was he barking didn't at know nothing. Was, right. Because he didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I he think was he was seeing also things you weren't seeing. Yeah, and he would hear things that he couldn't. S maybe he couldn't be hearing things. No, he, he really can't hear anything. <laughs> he really is deaf. So uh, anyway, it's just crazy. And Long then Simone would want to like hold his leash, and then like she'd come by ten minutes later and be like, "Uh, Danzig is over there," and he'd be like five campsites down in somebody else's <laughs> trash, and be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And and it was just well, your kids never walk the dog, so they don't know no, how my to dog do doesn't that. walk. Right. Okay. So dog is not going camping again. We're okay. going to find a dog sitter. Um, that's just, it's just too much. Better for the dog. The kids, um, the kids did good. They did as good as a three-year-old and a five-year-old can do. Yeah. We tried out our new ice cream ball that we uh, talked Ooh. about in the gift 
gift guide, guide last oh, man. for Christmas. Was, a few was podcasts that an back. interesting project? We did it twice. We did it twice. And both times, I mean, my daughter's dairy free. So we had to like mess with the recipe uh, a little bit, which yeah. messed with how it froze. Right. So what we did do is video all of that. So I'm going to be putting out like a little like <laughs> ice cream ball campsite video yeah. on that. So and one thing we learned is that it was a fun adventure in the beginning and it was something to talk about and look forward to. In the end, they weren't so excited about the ice cream. It's like, okay, that's done. Because all we could get out of it most of the time because it froze solid was a few little scoops. They'd eat that and then they were on to play with the it, next thing. Is, well, and, it, and, is it because of the changes in the recipe or is it because they lose interest in, in ice cream in general? Uh, well, they don't, I, I think the recipes weren't very good. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, it wasn't delicious ice cream. Yeah. Simone ate it. She, that girl will eat anything. Oh, She's the second like, one was green. And the second one was made of avocados. So oh. naturally, which Simone still oh. ate, by the way. Yeah, Simone will eat anything. But also that ball with all the stuff in it gets really heavy. So after like five minutes of rolling it around, they're kind of done. But ice cream isn't made they'll in five there. minutes. Yeah, they'll get there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm going to do a whole video on that. It, it, it was fun and entertaining. Um, but we did a few fun things. I was I mean, about to say, onto the good stuff. Yeah. There was so much good stuff. We did some hiking and they were good hikers and, you know, just wandering around the hill country. Mm -hmm. I forgot how beautiful it is, even in the winter, just to be hiking through all of yeah. these rocks. There's so many rocks. Up to the canyon <laughs> and the cliff edges. <laughs> They're and huge. Little bitty caves and, you know, talking about cactus and bats and animal yeah, poop yeah. on the ground uh, we talked about a and lot of trail animal markers yeah. i mean simone it was called just it strawberry jelly because like they eat the berries and then they it oh y'all so right across some raccoons like berries, <laughs> yeah Ra raccoon poop everywhere. strawberry jelly <laughs> don't eat it girl don't touch we went to longhorn caverns which was i mean I guess the I'm history. easily impressed, but it blew my mind. Yeah. It was so cool. And going into that cave and every time you turn, it looked different. There yep. was a different type of rock. It was formed differently. Um, first, there's crystals and then uh -huh. it looks like crazy smooth rocks. And then it it opens up to a big room where they had dances. Yes. Yeah. Dances I way back in the day. And Amazed. they had a radio program from down there. That's so from cool. From down really? in the cave, yeah. That's so cool. Because I know they had the dances. Yeah, they would broadcast the music. And they did that because they wanted to compete with Carlsbad, who was getting all the good press. Mm -hmm. So they made this dance floor in this cave. And, I mean, when you're standing in there, you're thinking, like, what? They had tables and chairs set up. They even, like, made a separate entrance so they could bring food down. That's right. They're like a uh, dummy yeah. waiter. Thing. Thinking, yeah. like, oh, my gosh, we're not even allowed to touch the walls. They were, right. <laughs> they were dancing. Can you imagine I what know, all like, of the drunk dancers were doing? We were in the not so 30s? smart. We might have ruined some things. But anyway, that was just so cool. I had bats, like, inches from my face, and mm -hmm. they're just so cute. I wanted to put it in my pocket. Yeah, and, and yeah like, they're not really so cute. But yeah, you do I want to put it in my pocket she can have her own definition of cute remember yeah, she can. used to walk around and with a snake in her hair it's That's true, true. Mm. <laughs> okay he was you adorable me. you got me anyway that was really 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 fun i really enjoyed that i want to go back longhorn caverns if y'all have never been yeah it's i could totally do it very again. cool and it's a whole Highly park and um you have to pay to do the tour but if you want to just go to the park they have a lot of hiking trails and cool stuff you can do and that's mm -hmm. completely free there's no yeah. 
park fee to get in. And so. it's unique because it's owned in a way managed by Texas Parks and Wildlife. But I think that place is completely staffed by volunteers. Like, I think that particular, the Longhorn Caverns is staffed by volunteers. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't ask that. But mm-hmm. it was interesting. I did they ask. They were super busy. Yeah. I did ask the tour guide if um, once all of the people are gone, all the tour guides go down there and play hide and seek in the caves. What was the answer? She said no. <laughs> Missed opportunity. She said sometimes I, they go down there for extractions, but only for extractions and tours. Extractions of people? Yes. Yeah, and, and that's what we said. Through, what? Who can't make it through the tour. There's uh, this one part where you have to crouch down and walk. Yeah, and it's I don't like, like that part. four feet tall. My back, oh my God. I, I didn't even think about how tall you are. I bet that was. Like that. Yeah. It, I, and it was about four feet tall yeah. for yeah, maybe a th- two minute walk. Yeah. I mean, that's I, a long time. I like to think my yoga played a part in how easy that was for me, but I it was probably just. That no. I'm sure. The last time I liked that was when my grandma <laughs> took me uh, on a summer, when I was with my grandparents for a week in the summer, way back in the day. I was probably uh-huh. 10. And uh-huh. you still had to crouch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you took a big kid, too. Yes, I did. I took my husband, uh, who is yes. a big kid. And he is so good with Hawk, him and Hawk. They could they're have fun. Yeah. They can play. They can laugh. They're just belly laughing, having a great time. And uh, so it was super fun. And it was our new trailer. So, I mean, how cool is that? Okay. So you're, this was a shakedown run of your... My new Terra Oasis. Right, right. So... What'd you learn? I, I learned that everybody worries about the outside. Mm-hmm. And the outside, I mean, while, yes, I know how to do it, so that's why it maybe wasn't hard for me, but really it took us, maybe if you counted looking at it and thinking about it, 15 minutes to set it up. Right. It was super easy. The ground was flat, hooked up, you know, turned everything on, put the jacks down. Super easy. All right. The problem for me throughout the week was the inside because when you first get a trailer, what do you do? You just put things in there. I guess I am not the homemaker that maybe some people are. So I didn't have everything in the right space. And my husband likes to take everything plus the kitchen sink. And he likes to cover every horizontal space, including drawers and cabinets. And everything just got set in there. What do you do? Bring all those Legos and I don't know what to tell you, but there wasn't that much one stuff. Entire, <laughs> it was all well, oddly enough, stuff. when you uh, it is a walk around bed, but when you had to walk past the end of the bed, mm-hmm. we didn't use any cabinets. Zero. There's in the so bedroom. much storage yeah, in that I'm, trailer. That I mean, like I've been the conversation. I've been in that trailer, but as we're, you know, actively camping in it and my kids are in the bedroom playing and getting locked in. Well, that's by the way. Ooh. God. Good times. I mean, I, I every time I went in there, I was like, what would you possibly keep in that cabinet and that cabinet and that cabinet? I mean, they were just empty cabinets because what there's that so was the much big sto- talk online the, for this oasis. Is, is there enough bedroom storage and the bathroom? Absolutely. Yes. Great. Storage There's an insane in the bathroom. amount of storage in the bathroom Sorry. and wingspan. So so the thing I love about that is and I've been in it. Obviously, we did the video, so mm-hmm. I had to get into the video. I'm six four. I have no question about headroom or wingspan or shoulder span or knee span. Oh, you mean like reaching across? Oh, yeah, and like I have e- enough space to be comfortable in the shower side or the bathroom side, mm-hmm. lavatory side. 
Yeah, it, it really it was great. I just have to figure out where everything goes because uh, there was like I think it's in this drawer or maybe that drawer uh, or maybe down underneath or is it over there and everything turned into a giant junk drawer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, okay, this is kind of crazy, but plenty of space. I was really uh, a hair worried about that, but no, it's awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's tell the story of the kids getting locked in the bedroom. <laughs> yes, please. Because in my mind, this scenario lasted like 45 minutes. I bet it was And three. it was maybe seven. <laughs> maybe seven. Okay, so... Uh, mm, queso. Steve... Queso. And we had chips. Mm, so, cheesy. Uh, Steve sends me a text or a voicemail or something and says, by the way, be careful because that latch will fall down and lock when you close the bedroom door. How soon? If you From don't have it up in the right to the place. Event. Uh, within an hour. Yes. That's insane. Within because an hour. Because it wasn't when we first got there. Yes. It was on day <laughs> two was, or three. Yeah. But everybody was kind of getting comfortable with each other's spaces. Right. Kids were playing, you know, and Richard's like, why did you let them go in there? I'm like, geez, Louise, it's been three there, steps th- yeah. from me. So <laughs> it's three steps you, from me. <laughs> how do you get, you know, come on. And they loved playing in that bedroom. I don't know. That was like the well, place to play. Because it was a little, House. Had their own little space. Yeah. Sure, it's, it's a so, fort. So we're all worried that it's the latch that's fallen down, right? So we spend all this time telling him, pull the latch up, you know? And Hawk's and back there. I'm trying. I'm, I'm doing, doing it. it. It's I'm not doing working. It. It's not working. I'm, I think we're I stuck mean, in fine. here. <laughs> and <laughs> Lindsay's like, yeah, you're like stuck. and so we all start to get a little panicky. Lindsay's like, okay, well, he knows how to open the... The escape hatch window. He opens window. the fire escape window in our trailer yeah, all the time, and it drives it. me nuts. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just have him do that. I'll crawl through the window. So and I get a, lawn, a patio chair, take it to the outside so I can stand on it. Turns out their fire escape window is different than ours. They have mm-hmm. the handles that pull towards you, mm-hmm. and they're really hard to pull, especially yeah. when they're new. Yeah. Um, so he's just yanking on it with both hands. I can't do it. I can't do it. I was like, okay, go back to the door. Go back to the door. <laughs> so finally, I get my face down on the floor, put my hand underneath, and I realize the latch is up. So it's just the door lock. So the, the door is like off its track. Yeah, the door had come off the track and just pulled forward a little bit. So it couldn't. It just wasn't rolling. It couldn't roll backwards okay. because it, 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 the, track was hitting the edge of the door okay so what basically you, so how did you fix that just lift up and kind of so i just pushed the door back in the space where it's supposed to be on the track and gave it a push and opened yeah. right up but and it was like all this panic all this <laughs> and panic. it wasn't but i think my favorite part was when i was like peering into the window trying to get hawk to unlock the emergency <laughs> so door crazy. and simone crawls on the bed and, and presses her face you? against the window and she goes <laughs> I have to potty. I'm like, oh no. We have got to hurry this up because when Simone says she's got to go potty, she means right now. Imminent danger. I was like, oh, Richard is going to kill me. I know. She, just like, if she pees on the bed, I am going to be so upset. So, did you console yourself in, uh, in a nice bowl full of avocado ice cream uh, after that? I, I think it was Miller time, actually. Uh-huh. Um, but. It, it actually was quite hilarious when we were done. But in the middle, we were all like, oh, my God. And Danzig is outside just barking because nobody's paying attention to him. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have to roll on from this. But is there another camping trip on the schedule now? Yes. Okay. We're going camping Valentine's Day. That's it's it's like a four two weeks. Yeah. A four day camping trip. And I looked at the calendar. It's like Valentine's Day. 
and then uh, that Monday is some kind of holiday, and then it's Fat Tuesday, and then oh. we're leaving on Wednesday, which is wow. okay. I'm just gonna holiday Ash yeah, Wednesday apparently. or something. I don't know. Like every th- all four days have something on my calendar as like a holiday, so it should be really fun. We're gonna go check out some dinosaur. Oh, you're going up the, up uh, Dallas direction. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're Not going to the dinosaur fully park. Fully there, but yes. yeah, that, that way from mm-hmm. here. So Hawk is stoked about that. Yes. Um, we're leaving the dog at home. So maybe it'll be a little bit more He'll chill. He'll be happier. We'll We've be happier. We've learned some things. Okay. Yeah. I will try to have one less junk drawer. And, um, and Richard is so excited. That's the best part. Yes. Who knew? Yeah. He, I mean, I have this whole new person I'm married to now because Aww. he is so excited about all the things that we can do. Yes. yes. Cool. And cool. So that's anyway, exciting for me it because, is. because it is. It, just seeing someone dive in with yeah. so much energy. You know, I saw that when you all were about to leave. I mean, yeah. he was oh, he was almost so shaking. Excited. He yeah. was pumped. Almost shaking. I was see, so excited to see that. Clint, what did I tell you? I told you we would have enough to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're, well, we're going. It, it <laughs> is Lindsay and PJ. We can talk about anything. So. Yeah, cool. Well, let's see if we can move on to the thieves that rob us of our fuel efficiency when we travel. Because, you know, like I said in the opening, every little thing that we don't even think of actually adds up. Not a, not a single one of those things matters that much on its own, uh-huh. but everything's in play all the time. So let's talk this about sounds what's so serious. Though. I know. Well, OK, so this my thing is, so is like serious. this just gives me anxiety because I thought I was good. But now I feel like um, we don't want people to overthink like every tiny thing. Right, right. And you're not going to be able to overthink every tiny thing. But maybe this just helps you understand what's happening. That's enough for me. Just understanding. I oftentimes will go, I just want to understand. I Oh, I get it now. And I'm still taking all my kids' toys because it makes the tr- <laughs> It makes my life better. I get it and I'm still doing it. Because I can make my peace with it. If I understand yeah. it, it's easier to make peace with it. Okay. I, I think understanding is a good thing. Oops, sorry. For the so let's flip my paper over because that's where my notes are. <laughs> All right. So things like um, things that got me into this when I was shopping for for my truck and when I was last pulling my trailer, I was thinking about the big things that we're aware of. Um how much it weighs how much right? it weighs and how much drag it costs causes like i'm pulling a pretty boxy trailer through the air so a stealthy trailer yeah that's lighter weight would yeah be the obvious thing i would think of. well there's a reason why all these really cool sports cars are so pointy and and streamlined and low to the ground yeah, but they're i mean they're doing that for just a minuscule amount of yeah. Gain. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Every minuscule amount of gain in one area adds up with the other minuscule amounts. So so let's talk about the weights first. Okay. Weights matter. I found out while doing research on the last vehicle that when they talk about your vehicle, whatever is passenger car or truck, that they do that weight GVWR thing with mm-hmm. one adult period in there weighing 150 pounds. There are a lot of us dudes that don't weigh 150 pounds. So anything over 150 pounds at, takes from your capacity. Or additional humans, yeah. kids, pets. So are you saying 
um, my weight loss journey could lead to better towing? I mean, technically, <laughs> yes. All right. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> could get a little better gas mileage. So human cargo. But there's other things. But I would think you probably, never mind. Okay, so so human cargo, pets, and all their accoutrements. Okay, and and the deal with that is largely it's when you're accelerating, starting an an object at rest to moving yeah, at highway sense. speeds. The more mass you got to get going. I remember that from high school, and that's where that's where you have the most inefficient time in driving is well, you know, accelerating. accelerating when you're driving and you're watching your miles per gallon you yeah, know, if you have a car gauge. that just yeah. goes up and down man you pull away from a stop sign even if it's you like are three. dead empty not doing it <laughs> it goes it goes tanks wah. yeah and uh then there you are so if you're towing a trailer it's going to be more extreme right right so so there's weights luggage anything else uh i you know i'd bother my stepdad about this you know because he would travel with his coffee cup his 62 ounce you know super slurp Mm -hmm. whatever that is and, and and his big bag of sun david sunflower seeds and his spit cut for oh, gosh. oh <laughs> and, gosh and, and all of that adds weight quite technically yeah but so is 10 pounds going to actually make no. a measurable difference it will make i mean technically technically a measurable dis difference you, but it all adds up it's an incremental thing we're just talking about little things here. Y'all yeah. don't, don't get stressed out about your sunflower seeds. You can keep them. Yes, you should. <laughs> you should because you have to enjoy the, the travel. Yes. But if you take the that journey. extra set of tools in case you break down, yeah. that might be more measurable. So take the tools. So what's the heaviest thing you carry? But don't take backup tools to your tools. What's the big heaviest thing you carry, Clint? Me. Please. By oh. far, <laughs> and from the, and after that is all right. We can't leave you at home, yeah. okay? After that's probably my son's head. <laughs> it's crazy. He does have a big totally head. true. How does that he even balance that dome piece? It's so big. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it, it, talking about Everett's head, let's talk about aerodynamic drag. <laughs> that's the next thing because things like um, on a lot of these trucks we. We like to personalize our vehicles and our trailers and things that we add, like an upgraded bumper. Roof racks, towing mirrors. Yes. All those things add drag. And particularly, and this is not like it when you're talking about weight, where the biggest thing is when you're getting it going. Well, drag. Like wind resistance. Yeah, wind resistance literally. only increases the faster you go. Well, everybody wants to add a roof rack and then put your kayaks up there. Well, even like those big bikes um, up there or more stuff. What do you call those big lights like uh, uh, boondockers you, or over overlanders use? Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a technical name, but but those big spotlights and things like Boondocking that. Boondocking lights. Yeah. yeah. Those rack lights that go on top and steps, everywhere. anything hanging yeah. off. I'm doing flappy or, arms. Or y'all <laughs> can't see it. If you upgrade They're your fine. antenna to like a big CB radio thing, and then you put a big uh, foxtail on the end of it because it's cool. Because that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you drive with big flags, I don't know anyone who would do that. But um, if you drive with big old flags, <laughs> I could introduce you to some. <laughs> <laughs> um, those definitely. I mean, the flags work because of drag. That's how. That's how they. That's how flags work. That's how flags work. Um, so flag drag. So there you go. And then obviously the dimensions, the the shape of your trailer. It's draggy. You know, you two have more teardroppy style trailers. They pull through the air better than mine. Now you have a beautiful front windshield on both of yours. So yeah. it's a little bit of an air dam, but not to the degree of my flat wall front. Right. <laughs> we have the Intech forward facing 
for, forward, forward tilt design. Forward tilt design. Yeah. Yeah, there's a name they've put on it, and I always So the with front, it. The, the roof of it, the front of it is lower, so the wind does go... Like it starts here and goes right, so it has like uh, it they call it like song. the eyebrow or yeah, something like that. I'm like, <laughs> it's so hard to do this uh, and explain it, but yeah. So this is a this has been an ongoing conversation at my house because I and I get this. Hear me out. When we when we were looking at trucks, I told Laura, you know, for reducing aerodynamic drag on the trailer, it would make sense if we put a a truck bed cap over it. Because the flow of the air coming off the truck that makes sense goes down. Do you remember? Maybe you don't. May it's been a long time, but all the trucks had the big air dams. The semis had them on top of the cabs, Uh so that it would go up and over Mm -hmm. instead of straight back. And right, and and just hit that flat surface. Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah. So I told Laura that, and uh, and she and I said I I grew up with those on my parents truck oh, but people it, it's it's kind of grandpa they're dated looking but can you think about just i don't know the convenience of having things you can throw them in the back of your truck Lock and it. they're yeah they're not going to get stolen and they're not going to get weathered like but, you don't have to worry about things in the back of your truck that, but you know as humans we all think about the what ifs what mm-hmm. if you want to carry a load of dirt it's going to make it a whole lot harder right right and taking them on and off is not feasible. not so easy yeah no and i've done really? it it's not so no they're kind of they're kind of gangly and, and it, some of them are heavy. and they're heavy and you you've know. got tape that seals it onto the bed mm. and you've got clamps that hold mm. it yeah mm. so. it's, it's a process yeah so we're going to probably opt for just a, a standard tono 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 cover oh, the flat covers mm-hmm. yeah. that tono covers um, cool. because what i don't have in my truck is trunk space but if you put a t- tono cover it's a trunk yeah, and you can get the roll-up ones and right, all kinds of cool stuff. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of awesome things out there. But here's the deal. It's going to add weight, which is which will affect gas mileage. It might decrease drag a little bit, but not to the extent that having something that would uh, raise the yeah. raise the air flow over it's the, the same height as your yeah. cab. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fine. Um but that's that's just one of those those things, aerodynamic drag. Next thing would be something like Tires. tires. You know, this is something that everybody can do. And I think it makes a much bigger difference than we realize. Yeah. So everybody can take care of their tires. Be sure they're inflated correctly. On your tow vehicle and Mm -hmm. your trailer. And your spare, folks. Your spare, too, please. Be safe. But it's so easy. I I think this is one of the things you have to have the right gear for. The more you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, infomercial. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Keep Uh, going. So what about tires? Well, so there's several things involved here. Inflation is number one. A a properly inflated tire, not underinflated, rolls better because it's... It doesn't inflated have the, it, properly yeah it doesn't have the friction <laughs> and resistance to work against but it makes your tire last longer too Absolutely. less tire surface hitting the road yes yes yeah. appropriate tire i understand basic science uh-huh. <laughs> yeah but here's the thing okay are we gonna really pull into a gas station to check them no no we all have modern vehicles that tell us on our dash in front of us well, yeah check it before <laughs> your maybe trip for your tires but you know if you, it's on your trailer, you gotta you gotta have some stuff. Just get a TPMS system. We sell them here. 
What's a TPMS system? Tire, Tire pressure, pressure monitors, manage, yeah, monitor, mon- management, management monitor mon- system. Yeah. And it can be an app on your phone. And it, you just all you do is you take off the valve stem cap and you put on this little thing and it Bluetooths information to your phone. Yeah. There you go. It's pretty cool. They're, they're, they're a no-brainer. What I about mean, those silver thingies that no you put on and then it pops out? Because that's what I still use. Those... Okay. Is that not a thing? They were fantastic, beautiful for their time, but they are not as accurate as a digital. Okay. So throw that out, get a TPMS. Well, I carry a digital, I have a digital tire pressure. So you check yours manually. Yeah. It's even on the family calendar. Uh, (laughs) Shut up. Are you serious? But but that's because of previous vehicles that we had. Now our vehicles tell us so. Okay, so with your trailer, what happens if you go out there with your little digital checker uh-huh. and it says your tire's low? Well, blow into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you um, kick the tire. Pull out the old uh, bike tire pump and oh, get no. after it. No. Yeah, it works. Totally works. Oh, so it's a little 12 volt. No. No. Like you're going to blow some dynamite. Really? Dynamite. Yes. It, okay. But really? Tire but, pump. We both have little yeah. kids. It's really great then exercise. Use a, 12 volt, <laughs> use a 12 volt. I have one of those in each of my vehicles too. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to do it the fun way. <laughs> That's right. With one of those foot pumps. <laughs> I want to remember <laughs> what it was like to walk uphill in the snow I will tell barefoot you. both ways. I'll tell you. I to have school. a 12 volt pump in my wife's car and I can pump a tire up faster with a bike pump. Well, I don't think I could. Yeah, I, I do. I do just let my weight do the work for me. And that's a different scenario between you, you and I. You just sit on yeah. it and stand up. <laughs> um, so, so other than, than checking the, the tire inflation, you know, larger wheels and all that. Once you're at speed, rolling speed, highway speed and just going, uh-huh. they're fairly efficient. But but they are not smaller wheels are sometimes more efficient in general, overall driving. Um, that's one reason why these small economy cars typically have these really, I mean, they're 13 inch, 14 inch tires. And another thing is the more a wheel weighs and you're thinking it's not pushing forward through the air, it's just spinning it. It's still more weight. The inertia. To yeah, get it that going. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's that. And knobby treads are also less efficient. Like off-road type tires. Yeah. So like getting I, what no- I have on my trailer. <laughs> and what I have on my trailer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mine aren't as knobby. No, mine are way more snobby. Yeah, she's got no knobs. I got a little knobs. You got big knobs. Uh, <laughs> we can't say that. Please cut that out. I'm not cutting it, but there's everyone listening, that was awkward for us too. <laughs> Knobby tires. Let's move away from tires at this point. <laughs> All right. So the next thing is a human factor, how we drive. And I think that this is a concept that everyone's going to agree with. If you accelerate hard, you're just Ugh. wasting my it's like biggest those- pet peeve i swear with driving yeah well it's do it's- you hate it when you do it no or you hate it when others do i it? don't do it uh-huh but yeah Lindsay drives like an old lady i do not I do. what's wrong with that um <laughs> you have a Miata with the top yeah. <laughs> you scared the crap out of me she when i was learning how to drive and i've never ever gotten over it <laughs> I did. I did. Lindsay was scared to learn to drive. I did. Um, I was. And so I it am. took a while to get her started with that. Mm-hmm. So she had I an, still slowly accelerate. She had an yeah. that she had. Well, she also has one of the most documented cases of uh, motion sickness. 
and up, and up till getting behind the wheel that was her experience with rolling <laughs> in a true. vehicle oh my gosh yeah. we're unpacking so much right now do we add in that she is very easily distracted which was my biggest worry uh, so that's why i said you know what if you hit somebody Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it, it, if you hit somebody or something, it's really bad. So a good, good way to tee her this, up for success. This is what could happen. And I said that a lot just because I wanted her to be. Scared. And then she would just scream randomly as she was teaching me how to drive. Oh, well, because you were the one who would look down to change do the radio. You would be the one who would. Try to pick something up off the floorboard. My, yeah. my first so car I tried had to avoid the CD player was in the trunk. It yeah. was my mom's favorite part. <laughs> CD changer cassettes. Yes. yes, I had to pull over oh. to a gas station and change the CD. But yeah. it was a very cool car. It was. I just I tried it. to keep you what safe. What was it? It was a Volvo S40. Yeah, those are good cars. Yeah, yeah, and safe. It because was you're a distracted driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I loved it. Anyway, okay, let's. Fo- okay, okay, so back Laser to focus. driving habits. Acceleration aside, overall speed really when towing. I have watched this. I've kind of experimented with it. I have been that guy towing a trailer at 70, 75, 80, just to see. You know? Yeah, dun, dun, dun. and I will tell you, once you get past 55, you will notice efficiency going Huge down. Huge drop. Huge. It gets it gets ridiculous. And that's largely aerodynamic drag causing that. Well, here's that where we will see the drop in fuel economy is that Richard is a driver that is of the mindset that if I'm behind a truck, he's got to be going too slow. So I need to get past him. Well, he has a, he's an old truck driver yes he is he and he still has truck driver mentality so he's all about passing whoever is in front of you so especially on tight roads you pull over and you slam it to get past them quickly yeah so you can scoop so i'm not sure if if it's just a male thing or not it it may be just a male thing but we literally see point values on uh, hovering above vehicles that we can pass and we're trying to rack up (laughs) points as we go down the road so I don't want to be behind this guy. <laughs> when when you talk about yeah. drafting, is that drafting? No. Uh, no, drafting. drafting I don't know don't what do drafting this. is. Don't do this. This is something that you'll see in motorsports where what you do is you get really close, like like inches close to the bumper of the vehicle in front of you and you fall into their slipstream. So you have less drag. Because the wind, okay, I got, uh-huh. I'm visualizing. They're this already part. disturbing the air. You get into that slipstream, and you have less drag. Your efficiency goes way up. But you have to be really close to them. Yeah. Now this is this is, I'm gonna do it, y'all. This is an aside that's kind of exciting about all these AI systems that are being developed for self-driving cars. Is when that. I don't feel safe with it yet. Nowhere near safe with it yet. But when we get to the point where where we where we can trust it and all that, they're going to have these cars driving like more like a train, and everything is going to be way more efficient because they're going to be drafting because they can all talk to each other. That's right. It, well, they already have the system where your car slams on the brakes if it gets too close to mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. So they that's can exciting, gauge by that. the way. When that happens, it's yeah, really yeah, it is. It has <laughs> happened to me only once, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what did I do? Oh, I get it now. Yeah, I'm not used to that. So yeah, oh. but if it keeps you safer, and you know, it's this reminds me of that commercial that I see a thousand times that I still watch. Okay. Advertising that works. 
with that French singer. It's an Allstate commercial where they mm-hmm. have all this stuff on top of the cars. Yeah, and, and it they're never driving falls off. so safe yeah. and slowly. The fishbowl, the mm-hmm. little the fuzzy coffee. slippers, yep. all of that. The baby basket. Yeah. <laughs> so what? I, I don't yeah, know. If that's he's, a he's making that up. I haven't yeah. seen that, but uh, Sorry, I saw that on Jackass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the same. No. Okay. No. However. However, that would, you know, driving like that, it gets you better insurance, but it also gets you nowhere. saves your gas mileage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but who drives like that? It gets you who zero points. drives like that? Yeah. On the road. Whose fuzzy slippers yeah. would even get out of the driveway on top of your car? Mm, right. Really? Right. All right. Really? Okay. One last thing in this human input thing is route selection. Yeah. Okay. That's right. massive because if you... Plan your trip to where you can avoid things that are going to cause you to slow down, speed up, slow down, speed so up. So what would those be? Uh, traffic, cities. Uh, and things. Traffic? If you can, If you can avoid those and hills, not extend too much the more hills, the, makes a difference. If you elevation. start and stop a lot, start mm-hmm. and stop like you're, yeah. Yeah. Changes in elevation, that's huge. And people who do, who do massive cross-country trips, they know this and they actually plan their routes for more gradual uh, you know, changes and things like that. So speaking of changes in elevation, that kind of goes into the next portion, which is environmental issues. Yeah. So, I mean, even just something like what temperature it is outside, yep. um, the altitude, like you were talking about, the humidity, how does humidity play a role in gas mileage? Yeah. So you're working with largely internal combustion engines and and they have a few things that deal that affect their efficiency. And you can think about it. How well are they breathing? And are they getting enough oxygen? Okay. So typically, as long as the humidity doesn't get too high, cooler temperatures helps the, condenses the air, which means more air is coming into the combustion chamber, which means it's more efficient and more powerful combustion. Okay. Cooler temperatures, better efficiency. And that that's good to know. But the reality is, who's going to wake up and say, all right, humidity is a little high today, not a good travel day. Nobody. Hopefully, but, but nobody. Again, this that'd is, be weird. But this is another thing where I'm going. I'm fine with it if I understand it. Yeah, I think I'm if, not going to change it. I don't I, have okay. to change it. Okay. I think if all of these things we've talked about so far were all working against you on the same travel day, you would notice it. Yep. Otherwise. You probably won't. Yeah, just zoom out a little bit and realize <laughs> realize that you're dealing with an equation. If you're equation. doing all well, the things wrong. I do notice if there's like a headwind. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that can change two or three miles per gallon like Easy. instantly. Easy. Yeah, that is. Yeah, if you're driving into a headwind. But if you're going through like Raton Pass, how do you not you, yeah. have a headwind on when you're going that direction. But this Drive helps backwards. you to not be frustrated. Drive backwards, yes. <laughs> yeah. This helps you to not be frustrated when it's happening to you because you understand it. You're like, I, I knew this was coming. Yeah. Is that it's how it works? We're not going to make it to Colorado Springs without a gas station like we usually do because yeah. we have a big headwind. This well, is, you should have got yeah. the bigger gas tank like I did. I, you're right. Or take the knobs out of your tires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and, and when you're headed that way. Or, or dump out your sunflower seeds, right? <laughs> yes, yes. We don't might make it just long. start throwing sunflower seeds out the window. Well, or your spit cup. Okay, I'm so, down with that. So also turn off your air conditioner 
it drags down oh, your engine. Good it point. does. Actually, I'm kind of a stickler about that in my car when I'm not towing. That's how I used to put my. That's <laughs> oh, how I, I used to. Okay. I roll the windows now down. That makes sense. I do not turn the AC on in my car unless it's necessary. There hey. was an episode oh. of MythBusters <laughs> where they tested kids. it. They ran. They ran a car around with the air conditioner really? blasting, and they ran a car around with air with the windows down. And the car with the windows down, I believe we'll have to check this. I believe the windows down car actually was more efficient. Because even with all the drag, it's, it introduces drag, but it doesn't pull down the power. But your of the engine. car's not working so hard, engine wise. Yeah, right. right. It's still. I guess in my mind that just made sense. Yeah, it's working a little harder because there's more drag introduced with open windows, but it's not as much as turning on the air conditioner. Well, I only open one window so that everybody's ears go. Oh, I hate that. I can't do it. I can't do it. I will get out of the car yeah. at it, sixty miles an hour. With I, that. I cannot do it. It is just shoot me now. Yeah, and if you're going to the mountains, elevation means decreased oxygen, means that makes sense. efficiency. Okay, that makes perfect sense to me. All right, and the last mm-hmm. thing um, section is vehicle maintenance. Obviously, the th- like taking care of your vehicle mm-hmm. is going to get you better gas mileage. Hopefully, we all know this. Yeah. Um, but things like oil changes, air filters, what is ignition timing? So there are ways to optimize the performance of your car. That's why a lot of modern cars have modes. You know, you have like... Oh, yeah, like eco-boost mode, mode, eco and, mode yeah. and things like that. So that's just changing. Towing mode. Mm-hmm, precisely. So you can set your vehicle up <coughs> that way and it, it's it's a computer program going on and it's adjusting the airflow into the engine is adjusting how much fuel is sprayed through the injectors into the engine and all that so all that matters in ignition timing is part of that equation and so that can be adjusted now a lot of people are just doing it by going to a tuner or buying a tuner and plugging it into their their truck it's mm-hmm. it's just a thing so if i just take my car in to the dealership for a tune-up yeah. Or not not necessarily. Do they even do tune-ups okay. anymore? If I take it in for an oil change, yeah. because that's the maintenance, and they just check everything and be yeah. sure everything's working good. Do they check all that? Is Ooh. that something that a dealership would check? You're going to have to ask call? your um, auto mechanic that. Yeah. Well, what do you ask? <laughs> Is my vehicle running Dear efficiently? Dear auto mechanic, check all the things. Yeah. Is the timing good? Is the best? You can ask that. You can ask that. You can totally ask that. What do you ask? Yeah, you can totally ask that. Um, Modern vehicles will tell you when there's something going on with the timing. Well, so basically don't drive when you have a check engine light. No, no. (laughs) Don't tow with a check engine light. Drive safely to a place to kind of get that checked out. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how I would know if it's up to par. We're talking again. Okay, so this brings us back to every little thing is a little thing until the whole equation is involved. This is a, typically just a little thing in, in modern vehicles. Okay. So, so just do your maintenance and it. move forward. Right. Okay. A typical RV, trailer, towing, truck camper, hauling person, I would leave it at factory, put it in tow haul mode when you're traveling. Other than that, I'd leave it alone and not worry about it. Okay. Here's a question. Do you, I know that there are people who say, I just put it in tow mode until I get on the highway. And then I take it out because I'm already moving. I'm at a steady uh-huh. pace. Uh-huh. Is there an advantage to taking it out of tow mode if you're steadily driving I'm 60 miles an hour? I'm going to be honest here and say I don't know the answer. When I travel, <gasps> I I put it in tow haul mode and I just leave it there because I start thinking about 
other things. I we'll have to talk to an expert about this. Well, well I'm hauling things. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, I'll leave it in tow mode. But yeah. no, I mean, that, that, make that makes to sense to me. I don't know. It makes sense to me. If you're on a long stretch of highway and you're already at speed and you don't anticipate having to accelerate and you're not going to be gaining elevation quickly, to me, that does make some sense, but well, I don't have a real answer. So I guess my real question is, if I'm going 60 miles an hour towing a trailer and I'm at steady speed, flat ground, yeah. everything's just moving forward, is it using more gas with tow mode or not? It, yeah, it very well could be. Because it, what it's oftentimes doing is is going down to a lower gear, keeping it in a lower gear for more torque and all okay. that. And lower gears at highway speed usually translates to more fuel consumption. Okay, well, maybe somebody can comment and give us some insight on this. Because right. that's a real question that I that anybody could do driving mm -hmm. down the highway mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense. Is that... Okay. I, so, I don't know. I did know. play that game with my last truck in this trailer. With mm -hmm. this, the Intech Discover I'm pulling with my last weenie truck. <laughs> I did play that game because I got so tired of hearing the RPMs. Just My, my truck was at 5,500 5, RPMs or higher consistently. Wow. And it's just screaming. Well, because it was tired. It was. It can't do that. I feel I'm so not bad for a that truck. truck. <laughs> We've already had that discussion. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> you a didn't have truck a truck. That couldn't, but it. it I do so miss anyway, it a little. Okay. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. Okay, I don't so know the answer. Here's here's with all that in mind. I want everyone to back out and just. Keep in mind, if you're questioning what's going on, <laughs> these are the things that are adding up. But big thing is, make sure you have a safe setup, that, that your travels are fun and well-planned, and get out there because this is just information for your head. You don't necessarily have to tweak any of this unless you want to. Well, and if you're going to drive through the mountains, um, drive through the mountains. If that's the yeah. route you want to go, <laughs> don't change that just for fuel mileage. Mm -hmm. Don't turn off your air conditioner if it's 95 degrees, if that keeps you comfortable. Unless your name is Lindsay, and then turn it off. That's right. Heat stroke be damned. 102 <laughs> is when I turn my AC on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all these things, they're part of it. Maybe it's just a and keep it in mind planning thing. Yeah, there you go. Well, that was fun. I learned a lot. Well, I learned a little. Yeah. Let's <laughs> cool. And, and yeah. But yeah. So so thanks for for bearing with me on some of these technical topics. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, before we go, let's mention one more time Truck Camper Magazine. Yes. We love them so much. They work so hard to compile these really cool stories um, about people traveling in truck campers, mods, reviews, specs on different truck campers, yep. really anything you could think of. Um, and again, even if you're not into truck campers, I mean, yeah. there's some cool tra just travel stories in there. Yeah. Just great rigs that do really amazing things. Mm -hmm. I mean, truck camper people are a special breed. So you will see all kinds of uh yeah, just cool things that they're doing. Sure. And and I you know, I love seeing that come through every If you're week. new to RVing, so many of the appliances and equipment that you're going to find it's on Truck Camper, same. it's pretty it's much the, the same. Right. And Truck Camper Magazine has really good information on those units and systems. It just doesn't have wheels, but I mean... Same as a trailer, information same as a fifth wheel. Storage, yeah. traveling, good parks to stay at, etc. Right. So it's free to sign up for their magazine at truckcampermagazine.com. You can also find them on Facebook. It's a digital magazine, so it comes to you 
No pressure, but good stuff. <laughs> yeah, check it out, truckcampermagazine.com. All right, and let's move forward with uh, reminding you that we have show notes and information at rvsmalltalk.com, so connect with us there. But if you really want to be part of the conversation or you want to start a conversation with us, go over to Facebook and go to the RV Small Talk community group. It, I mean, just start because there's no gatekeeper there just join and start talking (laughs) yeah everyone is welcome we love hearing about your stories we love it when people post pictures tell us about where you went what you're traveling in any questions that you have maybe we could post that question about uh putting your truck in towing mode in the community group there's a lot of good feedback in there so join the community and let's have community some fun and be camping. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's do the thing. <laughs> all right. So, from all of us at the RV Small Talk podcast, thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we will see you next time. 